Welcome to B2B Nation, part of the Technology Advice Podcast Network. Today's episode is with Zach Crafton, the Global Operations Director at Naked Wines. Uh, thanks so much for joining the B2B Nation, Zach. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, super excited to chat all about uh, Naked Wines today. This episode is sponsored by Home Delivery World. Uh, we'll get to that conference in a second. Uh, but first, Zach, I want to hear just a little bit more about your background and about Naked Wines. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll start off uh, start off with Naked Wines. Uh, we've been we've been around about eight years, uh, three and a half or so uh, here in the United States, and we are one of the largest uh, direct to consumer wineries in the United States. So we're a little bit different. We are a winery, um, but we we crowdsource uh, and crowdfund uh, independent winemakers from all over the world. Uh, and then our customers um, they sign up, they contribute some money into uh, a wine account every single month. We use that money to, to fund independent winemakers and then turn around and give those wines back to our members at a discounted price. Uh, we ship everything direct, so you don't see any of our wine in retail stores and you don't see any of our wine in restaurants. Everything is sold via our e-commerce site at nakedwines.com. Is it all branded as Naked Wines or is it branded based on the winemaker? How does that, how does that work? Yeah, it's actually branded based off of the winemaker. So Got if it. you hop on our website, you'll see you'll see a hundred different wines, and every every label looks different, uh, and, it, and it really sort of highlights uh, the winemaker. So you'll see their name on pretty much every single bottle. Uh, if you flip, you know, if you flip the bottle around, you'll see that we revented or produced the the wine. So we'll have nakedwines.com on the back label. But no, it's really about huh. it's really about connecting our our customers with our winemakers, so they're very much the the focus of the company absolutely and is it is it all kinds of wine is it exclusively you know napa wine or is it sort of from all over the country what is the sort of the scope of the uh the wine distribution yeah it's actually all over the world so we have about 140 winemakers from all over the world that work for us and so uh as part of as part of my job so i run the operations for for the u.s and you know we do uh we do a lot of uh, international import of wine so we have winemakers that make wine out of mendoza and argentina or south africa Australia, uh, Italy, and France, all over the world, uh, as well as Napa right here in our backyard. So plenty of uh, uh, Napa, you know, Cabernet Sauvignon and, and Sonoma wines, uh, Central Coast wines, things like that. So it's actually a pretty wide array. Uh, there's certainly some varietals on there that you've probably never heard of and uh, would otherwise never, never try. But uh, we have some really, really great stuff. Do I choose that I like red wine and I get, you know, a random red wine per month or is it entirely random or how does that work from a usability standpoint? Yeah, when we, we stood this company up here in America, uh, like I said, just, just under four years ago, uh, we looked at a lot of how, how wine clubs, typical wine clubs work in the U.S. And usually it's, it's you sign up and you get a shipment maybe every month or every quarter or something along those lines. And we wanted to do something a little bit different. So uh, we actually don't push wine out to our customers. We, we call our customers angels, hmm. uh, like angel investors, right? Yeah, they're, huh. they're the ones that are crowd crowdfunding these wines. Um, but no, so they, you know, you contribute forty dollars a month and sort of a, into a wine savings account, and that's the money that you use um, to buy the wines on our site. So it's, it's your money, uh, and whenever whenever you want, you just hop on and you put together you put together an order. We uh, we have a minimum order quantity of six bottles. Uh, but we ship uh, we ship directly to your home or to your work or whatever's convenient for you. And uh, last year we did about six six million bottles uh, sold in the U.S. 
Um, I'm curious to you, I mean, obviously, this episode, we, we got to touch on home delivery a little bit here. How would you say, I mean, is this model possible? I guess it, it, for the most part, wouldn't be possible without an effective home delivery solution that you guys uh, have sort of built out, right? I mean, if you were just shipping everything sort of via UPS or, or whatever the example would be, right? I mean, th- this just isn't really a feasible operation, right? Yeah, most so most wineries, uh, they, they follow sort of the typical... Uh, you know, old, old school, if you will, way of, of shipping wine, which is they sell wine to a distributor who then sells it to a retailer, and then you can go pick it up in, in a wine store or a, or a restaurant. Uh, with us, you know, we, one of the ways we're able to offer, say, a Napa Cabernet that typically would retail for 50 or $60, we'll sell it for, for $17 to our angels. And one of the ways we're able to do that is that we don't have to pay sort of those, those middlemen, if you will. So we don't have to pay the the distributor, we don't have to pay the retailer, so we ship direct. And you're exactly right. So, uh, you know, we our lifeblood is is getting wine uh, to our customers' homes or, or their offices. Uh, so we, you know, we, we spend quite a bit of time and effort and resources on ensuring that our, our, our customers, our angels, have a really, really good, you know, delivery experience. Do they have to, like, scan in their ID to, like, confirm that your customers are 21? Like, how, how does that how does that work? Or does the postal person yeah, have I, to scan? Yeah, no, good question. So I've I've worked in in sort of the operational operations world for a number of years, and wine is 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 probably one of the the most difficult. Uh, you have you sort of have a body of products out there that are that are considered you know restricted or dangerous, right? So so wine actually, if you have UPS or FedEx, wine gets lumped into the same category as like you know ammunition and I don't know whatever else you can buy that's hmm. that's uh, you know considered dangerous uh, you know we get lumped into the same the same category um, because of the restrictions on alcohol uh, and and what that what that restriction is is that we actually require uh, the carriers require because the, the, the law requires a person 21 years of age or older to sign for the wine uh, when it's delivered. And that is that is um, you know one of the, the largest, if not the largest, challenge. Uh, we don't have those those requirements in our, our our two other countries where we operate in the UK and Australia. Uh, it's only here in the US, and it, it is a major major challenge. And when you when you kind of layer onto that the fact that this is a perishable product, right? So uh, we have to be concerned with things like temperature. Um, it's packaged in glass. So we have to worry about things like, you know, fragility and, 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 and packaging and, and how the carriers handle it. So when you layer all of those things on, we have a very fragile product that is perishable that has to be signed for when it's delivered. And it's, uh, it's actually, you know, creating that sort of convenient delivery isn't quite challenging for us. How did you sort of go about, I guess, solving that solution? Yeah, we, you know, we're, we operate, we are a startup in many ways, and we sort of have this, this startup mentality, which is, you know, if you have a problem, uh, come up with a few solutions, test them, and then, you know, implement the one that works. And so we test everything. Uh, and so, you know, when we had this, this issue, we said, okay, uh, you know, let's, let's think of some ways that we can, we can do this. And so we, we thought, first of all, you know, maybe, maybe speed is the answer. And so we, we said we were going to launch a you know, same-day delivery, right? So you place your order, you're going to get your wine the same day uh, the order is placed. And so, you know, yeah, we just went out there and we, we, we built a network and, and uh, you know, we, we found uh, some local carriers and, and same day carriers and called them up and said, hey, you know, would you, would you be willing to, to do a test with us for a few months? And we, we did it and we measured everything, right? So we captured data through every step of the process. And then we, we turned off the, the test and then we continued to measure 
the performance of the customers who who took part in the test. And uh, we did some analysis on lifetime value and, and what their experience was like and all of that. And so so we, we do that. We do, we were constantly testing, we're constantly iterating. Um, we you know we I, I joke around with with a lot of folks. I say you know if you if you ever hear of a harebrained idea, if you have a you kind of have a crazy scheme where you hear of a new company that's doing something strange, give us a call because we're always interested uh, in, in sort of the new and, and interesting. Uh, and so we, we've, you know, we continue to kind of push the envelope with, with, you know, delivery appointments and things along those lines. Um, and, and even some, some technology uh, that we, we learned last time we were at home delivery world. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of testing and it's a lot of trial and error and, and uh, you know, hopefully at the end, at the end of all of it, we end up with a much better, a much better process, process and a much better service for our customers. I have to ask, what uh, what year are we going to be able to get wine uh, delivered via drone? How far away are we? <laughs> are five years, ten years? I mean, uh, ideally, I would like to order a bottle of wine online and then have it delivered to my front doorstep, you know, within five minutes. That's that's the dream. <laughs> By a robot. Um, yeah, you know, it's, I was I was at a, I was at the Home Delivery uh, World Conference in Atlanta actually uh, earlier this year, and uh, they they did have a a little sort of uh, uh, drone, if you want to call it that. It was a robot. I mean, it was you know four wheels and it sort of uh, drives around on 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 sidewalks and it has a pretty short delivery delivery radius. So we we got hooked up with that company, and so we actually designed a, a special a special wine carton that we brought with us and. Uh, we stuck it in their in their compartment, and it said, you know, uh, drone delivery for wine. It was really playful. It was printed <laughs> up, and I think I think helped with their with their their marketing a little bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, I think the I think you know we'll talk a little bit more about it. Speed's important, um, and getting wine to, to customers is important. And I mean, really any product. Uh, but what we found is that it's, it's actually less about speed. Uh, and it's much more about convenience, and there's an important nuance between the two. So, you know, if that if that drone makes it convenient, then we will absolutely support it. In which case, it's probably not that far off. I feel like it, the U.S. is probably going to be a little bit slower to adopt something like that. There seems to be always crippled by some sort of regulation, um, but I feel like I could definitely see like a drone delivery in like Scotland or somewhere. Uh, somewhere in Europe seems much more feasible, but uh, who knows? Uh, I, I want to see, uh, Zach, I guess final question here before we get to the conference itself. I want to hear your thoughts on how, I guess, your model, uh, how you see something like that sort of continuing to grow and evolve over the next couple of years. I mean, it, it, I would assume that as, you know, something like wine in the U.S. just becomes more and more popular. I'm from, uh, from Virginia, and I know how quickly the wine market is growing there, and I can only imagine how quickly it's growing across the whole country and uh, even more so the world. Uh, how do you see sort of what you guys are doing and, you know, direct to customer delivery uh, continuing to evolve over the next couple of years? Absolutely. Uh, the, if you look at the direct-to-consumer wine industry, it's been growing in double digits uh, for the last eight or nine years. Um, and so, we're, you know, we've, we've broken through the billion-dollar mark uh, and it's growing like crazy. Uh, if nakedwines.com is any indicator, uh, you know the, the growth is, is significant and is going to continue um, to be strong. But the you know a lot of people are, are, are trained, right? They're getting trained by your Amazon of the world or your Google Express or you know a lot of these um, these, these companies make the you know ordering products and receiving products very 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 simple and very very easy by placing an order on your phone or on or online. And what you started to see is just the, the typical things that you would run off to. A grocery store uh, or a department store and buy, um, people are now just, you know, they're opting for the, the convenience. And 
uh, we're seeing the exact same thing in, in the wine industry. Uh, you know, the, we, we, can, we can put a lot of information online to help educate our, our customers about the wine. Uh, and then we make the process of, of ordering it very, very easy. Uh, and so the challenge for us is making the process of receiving it easy, which is what I, what I mentioned before. And, uh, you know, we've, we've gotten better and better at it. And I think that's going to be really the, the, the barrier that, that, you know, as we overcome, you'll see some pretty significant growth. I mean, we, we, we partnered about a year ago with FedEx uh, to allow our customers to, to ship wine to the, the 2,500 FedEx stores all across the U.S. And, and then our customers can go pick up the wine whenever they like. And, you know, and the, 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 I think the, you know, most retailers that use this sort of FedEx program, they have about 2% of their orders flowing flowing through that, through that program. For us, it's closer to 20%. So it's almost 10 times higher. And uh, it, what we found is when, when measuring sort of the, the customer happiness, and we, we, we measure it through, you know, how long they stay with us. Um, uh, so lifetime value, attrition, things like those lines. What we've seen is that's nearly a 30% increase in lifetime value for customers who use a program like that. Right. So where they, where they've sort of figured out, I don't, you know, Instead of having to be home and, and, and signing for this, if I can ship it somewhere and go pick it up when it's convenient for me, uh, it's just much, much easier. I'm, I'm a generally a better customer. And so we, we've actually taken that, and, and that's why I said we've sort of moved from this idea of speed uh, uh, to convenience. And we think if that we can truly make wine delivery uh, a convenient process for people, then uh, I think the, the growth is, is pretty limitless. Uh, you know, as, as, as far as, as the wine industry goes here in the U.S. For sure. And I have to ask, I'm just curious, I mean, have you guys sort of seen any pushback with the lack of the ability to taste the wine in advance? How, how does that sort of, uh, how do you sort of, I guess, navigate that potential uh, shortcoming? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, for us, it's, it's uh, you know, telling our customers a few things. So one, it's being very, very clear about where our wine comes from, right? So, uh, you look at some of these wines out here. I mean, you know, you walk into a grocery store. This is probably a better, better example. You walk into a grocery store, and you see 15 different Napa, say, Chardonnays on the shelf. What most people don't know is that 14 out of those 15 Napa Chardonnays are all made by the same company. Very different labels, uh, but all made by the, the exact same company. Uh, and oftentimes, to kind of reach the price points that they want to reach, they're made, you know, in a, in a setting that uh, focuses much more on cost efficiency than it does you know, creativity and the art that goes into the bottle. Um, we, we, get, we can compete at that price point, but we don't have to pay the distributor and the retailer, right? So we actually get to put a lot more money into, into the bottle. So we, we spend more per ton for our fruit. Uh, we spend more on our barrels. We allow our wine to sit in barrels longer. We bottle age them longer, so on and so forth. And so we're, we're very sort of clear and upfront with our, our customers about that. Uh, you know, you, we, 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 our, our, our wine makers aren't in uh, retail locations signing bottles trying to sell their wine. They don't have to worry about that. All they focus on is making great wine. So, so we're very clear um, with them and say, hey, look, there, there is art in every single one of these, in these, in these bottles. Uh, we also give them a 100% money-back guarantee, right? So if you buy something and you don't like it, uh, call us and tell us, and we'll give you your money back. Uh, and and uh, you'd be surprised. I mean, we, we get some people who do it, surely, but – but uh, you know, art is—I'm uh, sorry—wine is very much a subjective thing. But we, uh, most people don't. You know, most people try it and they say, "Wow, I just paid you know twelve dollars for this uh, this Riesling, and I tried it, and it is worlds better than say what I was drinking before that I bought in, in a grocery store or in a wine shop." 
Uh, we said, well, yeah, that's right, because again, more money went into went went into that bottle. Uh, didn't didn't pay all those middlemen. So, so you know, we do that. We we um, we're very very um, clear and, and open up front. We give people that guarantee, and uh, because of that, we've 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 enjoyed you know the the trust of our of our customers, and I think they've been been happy on on the back end as well. Zach, I'm curious, uh, what are you most looking forward to at Home Delivery West here coming up, uh, end of August in San Diego? Yeah, the so I, I attended um, the East Coast version, uh, you know, earlier this year, and uh, you know, one thing that I'm really, really excited for for Home Delivery West is it seems like the the, the attendees, uh, sort of across the board, are are you know highly engaged, highly specialized, um, but it's 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 a it's a it's going to be a show or a conference where the the um, the environment is actually quite intimate. So I think it's going to the given given sort of the relative size of some of these other these other conferences that are out there, you really get a, a, some time to engage with all of the attendees, which is which is pretty special. Uh, and I think this this upcoming uh, conference again, you have some really really great great people, and actually quite a, quite a few friends uh, who are who are presenting who work for different different companies um, there. But 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 attendees are really going to get an opportunity to to interact with us and and talk to us, and uh, that's something that you just don't get at some of those bigger shows. So I'm I'm really really excited to sit down and, and, and talk to some folks and, and explain kind of what we're doing uh, and how we're doing it and then also also learning. What are you presenting on at the conference? I think you're you're presenting, right? I am, yeah. I think I, I have a, a, a morning keynote. Um, and the uh, you know I like to I like to talk about the uh, you know where the sort of the, the delivery world is going. I think uh, it's a, it's a it's a really sort of interesting story about how these big players have have come up and I've touched on it a little bit here, but how these how the big players have come in and said, okay, you know, it's really about speed. And uh, those of us who operate in in a, in a sort of highly restricted environment with with wine uh, or any type of you know alcohol or restricted good delivery, we have, we've had to focus on convenience. And, and I think what we're doing is we're actually seeing uh, more and more people out there are expecting uh, you know options for delivery. Uh, they expect to to schedule when it's going to arrive. Uh, they want it delivered to a place where they can go pick it up when it's convenient for them instead of it sitting, you know, potentially outside their their home all day uh, if it's a non-wine good, a non-alcohol good. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about those trends, uh, share some data and some of the things that, that we've we've seen as we've tested uh, same-day delivery, we've tested, uh, uh, you know, click and collect, things along those lines. So I'll share some data around that and some sort of real customer impacting stuff. So uh, really looking forward to it. It should be good. Uh, some of the some of the companies that I met when I was there last time uh, are also going to be present. Uh, we've actually forged some really great partnerships, uh, hopefully exciting partnerships uh, that are going to bear fruit here soon at the, uh, at the last time we attended. So uh, really, really looking forward to hopefully doing more of the same. Absolutely. That, that sounds a phenomenal preview for uh, the keynote. Super excited to, uh, to check that out, Zach. Well, final question here. Uh, I have to ask, what is your favorite wine? <laughs> Uh, the wine that's uh, sitting in front of me is the answer <laughs> I typically give. Um, but no, I, you know, I, um, ah, geez, that's a tough one. I mean, I, I currently live in Napa, so I obviously have, uh, you know, sort of this affinity for Napa Cabernet. But uh, I think recently I've been drinking a lot of South African Pinotage. Ooh. And, uh, you know, yeah, it just kind of changes as, as the mood changes. But I'm, I, you know, I, I, I totally believe that the beauty of wine is in discovery, right? There's so many different wines out there and with, an, you know, every year brings a new vintage and every vintage is slightly different than the last one. So 
Uh, the really, really exciting thing about wine is that there's always something new and exciting out there to try. Absolutely. Well, speaking of, how can our listeners find out more about you and about Naked Wines? Absolutely, yeah. Nakedwines.com uh, is our site. So you can hop on, take a look. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Zachary Crafton. Uh, so, you know, please uh, feel free to add me or reach out. I'm also, uh, I think I'm on, I'm on the Naked Wines website somewhere, so you can you can uh, get my contact for information on there. And uh, yeah, happy to talk wine or delivery or anything, anything under the sun. So um, yeah, feel free to reach out. Fantastic. Well, uh, thanks again, Zach, uh, for joining me today. I hope you have a, a phenomenal Fourth uh, of July weekend here, and uh, looking forward to seeing your presentation at Home Delivery West. Thank you, Josh. Really appreciate the opportunity. To find out more about B2B Nation IT Edition, check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Twitter. We'd love to hear feedback from you on how you thought this episode went and any suggestions you have for the future. Thanks for listening.